Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. It's Zoe Moon, and I'm here to cover the week of April 29th through May 7th. And what do we have going on? There's a lot of personal planetary energy active in our week ahead, and a very big story is getting underway with Mercury. So, Typically, when we have this, it means we're going to be busier. It's not so much about the background noise and story of the world as it is about our individual, hey, I got to run here, I got to do that, I got to dive into this, right? So you can kind of plan on having more going on. Most of what is happening, I'm going to talk about the personal planetary energy, and then we're going to get into Mercury, which is a personal planet, being the planets that move faster, the inside planets, right? Um But so, yeah, and then I'll get into the big Mercury story. Okay, so what we have is just an absolute ton of energy activating the sign of Taurus in our week ahead. And this is going to be like, I feel like, you know, a party at the foot of the mountain, and then you got to climb the mountain, and there's some, you know, challenge to get to the top. And then you get a party again down on the other side of the mountain. That's how the aspects look to me. So they start out really kind of fabulous and open and flowing on Sunday the 2nd. By Monday the 3rd, it is just like you are climbing that mountain. You are, you know, trying to get to the top. you got so much going on there. And then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, again, we're back into this wonderful flow. And when we're talking about the Taurus energy, Mercury is active in this during the week. Venus is active in this during the week. The sun is active during the week here, and so is the moon. And so, again, a lot of, you know, personal stuff happening. So with Taurus, this may be a very big week. If we're kind of looking at the bigger stories in our life, you know, what do I really value at this point? You know, what am I going to do about that? Do I want to continue on this path or do I want to veer off to that path or do I want to jump ship altogether? Like, you know, making value decisions could be a big part of what's going on. Um, Focusing on personal income or what you're doing with your purchases. Maybe there's a big purchase in the week ahead for you, you know, or maybe it's about your purchase power and what you're doing there. Maybe it's about a product that you are developing or putting out there um, or what you're doing with your possessions, your valuables, right? And so with Mercury here, we have a lot of talks, news, offers, maybe sales, writing, decisions, playing out around those topics. With Venus here, we're, we're leaning into what we love or we're doing it for a love interest or we are just completely focused on money or we are focused on the beauty side of that equation. With the sun here, it's about how we're showing up and getting involved, you know. Um, is it a physical involvement? We're showing up to make that purchase or make the money or you know, align with our values, et cetera? Um, Or is it about our name or brand or title or image or identity tied into that topic? And what else? The moon there is about our emotions about it, right? Okay. So anyways, well, actually the moon's tied to it, not actually in the sign. So we'll get to that. Okay. So, you know, Sunday on the second is just got this flow here where you can open up in your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, 
you're setting up interviews, sending out resumes, anything like that associated with those Taurus themes. And there's a very good harmonic there with, um, with the goals you have set or with a career objective or with uh, an authority figure involved in the story. And um, <clears throat> this can be financial, sexual, re- uh, third-party interest, you know, in that story, reproductive. Uh, and then Venus is also active there on Sunday. You know, again, good alignment. And really tying in, um, again, love, money, beauty, but linked to opportunities um, for romantic interludes, artistic pursuits, spiritual matters, institutions uh, that you're involving or research and development. Okay, so on Monday when we start to climb that mountain and we have the, you know, we're pushing ourselves harder to achieve something or we are challenged, have an obstacle, need to work around something, uh, again, lots of communication, sales writing, talks, meetings, interviews, focused on making money, purchases, products, possessions, and the sun showing up here very much about, you know, us showing up or how we're tied into the story. And the big push or challenge is all about what's going on online or with a group or with friends or associates, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, aspirations, original projects. You know, there is uh, testing there about the growth that we want and testing about, you know, the ambitions or the structures that support in that story. So Monday definitely looks like, you know, that's the intense day. You know, it's not super intense, by the way, but, you know, somewhat. You got more to do. And then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, very Venus-oriented on those two days, getting back to the, what we love or focusing this on love or beauty or income. And, again, aligning favorably with goals, career, authority figures, institutions, research, artistic pursuits, romantic pursuits, or spiritual practices in the mix. So that's kind of like, you know, very um, – specifically theme-oriented from Sunday through Friday in the week ahead and active, so you're going to have a lot going on there. Okay, so the other thing going on, on Monday the 3rd, Mercury will move into Gemini. This will happen at 10.49 p.m. at the end of the day, Eastern time, right, 7.49 Pacific, And typically, Mercury goes through a sign in about three and a half weeks. This is going to be here all the way until July 11th. And that's because Mercury will be going forward with what it's focused on, then slowing down in the shadow, then retrograding, then going forward, but slowly adding the post-shadow, and then moving forward quickly for a few days and then out of the sign. So it extends this to a little over nine weeks. And so about three times as much focus here, the universe, God, the cosmos, however you want to look at it, wants us to put in a lot more time on this than we normally would. So there must be a reason for it. Just a note is that at the end of our week ahead on May 8th, Venus will also move into Gemini. However, I'll be talking about her influences there in next week's show. This week, I really want to focus on Gemini's role here so I mean Mercury's role in Gemini so Mercury rules Gemini Mercury loves being in Gemini so we are all kind of heading into a much more chatty flirtatious locally active uh, maybe some short trips to nearby places amping up 
um, in more talks, in meetings, in more sales and agreements and offers, um, in more writing and, uh, you know, interviews and auditions. Um, and also, you know, Gemini rules our brothers and sisters and neighbors. So perhaps if some of us really need to put those nine weeks into figuring something out going on with, you know, a sibling or a neighbor. It rules moves. Maybe we'll make a decision to move over these nine plus weeks. It rules your vehicles and your electronics. So there may be something to take care of there. Um, anything else? That's pretty much it. Um, you know, I do think that it looks like a pretty good passage. What I can tell you guys is that the thing that is going to kind of test us through this a little bit is coming from Neptune and Pisces. And so, you know, as we go through the process of moving forward, then backing over it again, and then going forward over it a third time, we will be at some point, and I'll give you guys dates here, um, you know, dealing with the squares to Neptune. And so there can be something that is not clear that we are kind of, you know, Gemini is just totally known for going back and forth between two or three or six or 12 options, right? You know, vacillating, not being able to make up their mind between different, you know, sets of, of outcomes or whatever and so Pisces is the other dual sign it is the fish swimming in opposite direction and so it's very likely under this square that there could be like I don't know should we you know buy A or sell B or buy you know all of them so you get the idea so you do need to kind of realize that you are in flux with this it is a process there will not be a lot of clarity on the key dates that I'm going to give you with the Neptune square. And so on those dates, you definitely want to kind of slow down, kind of pay attention to what you're hearing or what you're saying, you know, and uh, double check facts and figures, make sure something hasn't gone screwy or haywire. Um, and then with Neptune, you know, there's a whole list of things we could be dealing with going through this. It could be a karmic situation. Maybe a karmic situation has run its course and you're at the end of that cycle and so a change is going to take place. Maybe there's some karmic past life scenario or person about to reenter your life and pick back up on a thread. Maybe there is some karma that needs to be rebalanced in a situation with the give and the take. Um, there could be, um, you know, something in the spiritual realm. So, you know, as far as like communications go, this frictional square can definitely amp up the kind of messages and dream images and language and, and signs that we're getting from across the veil. So those might be heightened periods and maybe there's something we need to connect with over there that could be challenging if it freaks you out. <laughs> but if, if you're aware that these could be, you know, potentials, then you can just, you know, write down what you're seeing and figure it out as you go along. Um, it could be that there is something artistic, like, you know, some kind of project you're working on or some kind of artistic talent or interest that you have 
you know, where there's some kind of challenge around it in some way, if you're working on a film or a music composition or, you know, a theater project or whatever, right? Um, it could be about a romantic getaway. So if you're trying to plan time away with somebody, um, these dates might be a little bit challenging or perhaps they just are when you're going and it's just going to be like a lot more you're pushing through to make it happen at those times. Um, Although me personally, I would not choose one of those dates, you know, to do that myself. So I'll just give you that heads up. You can do what you want. Um, it can be that you are, you know, scrabbling with a, an institution over something, trying to get your, you know, tuition tackled or your insurance payment or whatever you're dealing with with some institution. Um, maybe it's investments. I don't know. I mean, it could be any kind of institution. So maybe there's something to kind of work through, go back over and rethink. Um, it could be about research or investigations, digging into information and something that challenges you around those dates. So, you know, I'm poking at this first because really, to me, it's the only hang up of our next nine weeks with this story. And it will pop up. So when I go through the list here, you can note it. It's going to go forward over it in direct motion back over it in retrograde. So the second date I give you is the retrograde one. And then the third date is when you're getting out past it, moving forward again. And you can just mark that on your calendar. Um, this Mercury retrograde is going to be working really well with Saturn. And so, you know, this is helping us stabilize something or get ambitious about something or structure what's going on in some way that, that supports us. Um, it can be about um, commitments or positive endings if you're wrapping something up. And um, so that's in the works as well. So, you know, and the other thing before I get into the dates is that you guys know the drill. I think most people listening said I'm going to go over it again. You know, we move forward from the 3rd of May with Mercury moving into Gemini. When we get to the 14th of May, the shadow phase begins. So we are still moving forward, but now we're moving forward over the exact degrees that Mercury retrograde will take us back over. So the shadow period lasts from the 14th to the 29th of May. And you're getting clues. You're hearing news. You're in talks. You're writing. You're focused on the sales. You're whatever, you know, Mercury and Gemini function you're doing. You know, you're starting to pick up on what I might need to go back over. Starting on the 29th, Mercury retrograde begins. And from the 29th of May until the 22nd of June, we're in the retrograde. It is trying to slow you down to go back over old territory to see, was there something I missed that I need to get right? Did I, you know, not pay this person or get my pay or was it wrong or was there something going on, you know, with my product. I mean, what is it that I'm trying, my writing, whatever. And you're trying to figure it out. To that end, Mercury retrogrades tend to slow you down a bit. They tend to bring mishaps and glitches and miscommunications and mix-ups and malfunctioning mechanicals, you know, so that it gets you to slow down enough to figure it all out so you don't whiz by the opportunity to fix something. In the Mercury retrograde itself, between the 29th of May and the 22nd of June, you can either let go of some things, go back to a past situation, and figure out what you might want to do about that, rekindle, release, rework, or go into your ongoing situation and finesse it, rework it, and get it right. 
So it is a do-over, okay? <laughs> you guys have heard me say that for a while. Um, so it's a do-over. It's an important do-over because, guys, wait till you hear about this. So, well, anyways, let me keep talking about that part. Okay, so then at the end of the retrograde, on the 22nd of June, when Mercury turns around and goes direct, now we're in the post-shadow. Now we're going forward. So whatever we figured out, let go, rekindled, reworked during the retrograde, now we're starting to take that forward. And the post-shadow is taking us over those degrees, but we're now moving forward over them and getting past them. So by July 6th, we're, we're at the very last degree of the retrograde, but we're still in forward motion in the shadow, and we're done with that. And then from the 6th through July 11th, those few days there, brand new things can start to, you know, come into view. And then on July 11th, three leaves Gemini and moves into Cancer. So it's a very, you know, <laughs> we, got a lot, we got a lot of talking to do, guys, a lot of ideas we need to focus on, a lot of, um, you know, maybe a flirtation that will take off, you know, uh, maybe a big move, maybe sales are going to be the thing, right? Your writing is going to be the thing, a proposal or offer, you know? So the key dates you guys want to mark on your calendar, and I'm going to go through all the signs and talk about the area of life that this is going to focus on the most for you, okay? So that'll be in a minute. But right now, as far as the key dates go, and all signs will need to come back to this top part of the show to listen for these key dates if you're not writing them down now. So key date, uh, Monday the 3rd, as Mercury moves in and introduces anything new that we need to know about. The 12th of May, when Mercury forms a beautiful, solid harmonic with Saturn and helps us align our aspirations or our original projects or something online or in social scenarios with what's going on here. On the 14th of May, that's a date to note because we enter the shadow, so we start to go over the degrees we'll be backing over, which means you can hear something or run into somebody or, you know, have that idea, et cetera, that is going to be what you're going to be focusing on, so you want to pay attention to the 14th. The 22nd of May is the first challenging Neptune day, Okay. So circle that day with, you know, maybe red on your calendar <laughs> so you watch it. Um, you remember that there may not be total clarity in what's being heard or said or the ideas you're having and work through those topics I told you about. It's not done. It's got a process to go here. On the 28th of May, Mercury will meet with Venus. Now, this is a lovely energy because it is bringing fresh start opportunities between those two planetary topics. So everything Mercury is about added together with Venus's love, beauty, or income potential and kicking off this story moving forward. Then on the 29th, Mercury retrogrades. The day that Mercury retrogrades can be one of the more intense days as far as glitches, mix-ups, miscommunications, and malfunctioning items. And, you know, things can just go screwy. So pay attention on the 29th. But so it's definitely a day to note. Then on June 5th, we have 
Mercury retrograde square Neptune. That's the second of the three squares to Neptune. That retrograde day on June 5th is a big one because whatever was introduced into the story on May 22nd at the first square, now something's happening about it on June 5th. So again, we'll talk about all of what that is. I sort of gave the idea of it in the overview, but I'll go through it for each sign too. Then on the 10th of June, Mercury and the Sun conjunct. Now, this is a day that is about starting fresh start energy between these two dynamics, right? So again, with Mercury, the ideas, the talks, the meetings, the sales, the, the agreements, the writing, the siblings, the neighbors, the vehicles, electronics, short trips, local activities, moves, um, and how you're physically involved with it. Or how your needs are, you know, getting this fresh boost with this at this time. You're in do-over stage because Mercury is retrograde. And the really big thing that I think is about all of this is that when Mercury conjuncts the sun during a retrograde, that's the midpoint. That's the turning point. That's when you are supposed to have an aha moment. Or when something changes. So whatever you've been going back over so far in the retrograde, at this point, you know, you see something clearly or something said and you go, oh, that's what it's about. I got to do this now. Now, some people, if, if all your planets are, you know, way far out of alignment, you know, not out of alignment, but, you know, out of orb of this retrograde, maybe it won't impact you that much. Most people will be impacted by this retrograde. And so it's not just that the 10th of June is the midpoint, which is out of the whole Mercury retrograde, the three most intense days, the day it goes retrograde, the midpoint turning point day, which is this one, and the day it goes direct, okay? So we already have it as a powerful day, but on the 10th of June, we also have a new moon solar eclipse in Gemini. So that turning point is going to be a whopper. (laughs) And here's the deal, guys. It is a solar eclipse. It's three times more powerful than a typical new moon. It is about launching you forward in a very powerful way into something brand new or some next stage or next chapter or new direction and something you're already involved in. We still have Mercury retrograde involved with it, so the past or the ongoing scenario is tied into this in some way. We may be eclipsing something out that is blocking that forward motion, Um, but it is about the forward motion. And so I think to me, June 10th is just like a very pivotal day in what you guys are doing, you know, so note it on your calendars. Obviously, you'll have two solid weeks from the day of the eclipse to have that forward momentum carrying this outward. Then on June 22nd, we have Mercury going direct. Again, very powerful day. As the energy shifts gears, you've figured out what you needed it to and moving it forward. Um, On July, and I'm just going to give you these dates because these last couple dates play into this story. On July 5th and 6th, We are experiencing Mercury in the buildup and then square to Neptune for the third and final time. So whatever happened back on the second one on June 5th, by July 5th, 6th, we are now um, in that last phase of resolving it and moving past it. And on July 6th, um, moves out of the shadow phase of the retrograde 
and it's free and clear. So brand new things are starting to show up between July 6th and 11th with this. And then we are done as Mercury exits and goes into Cancer. So I know that's a long overview, but I thought it was an important story. I feel like it's going to be a powerful time for people, especially with everything everybody's been going through. The fact that we're going to have so much attention now on our ideas, on our talks and meetings, on moves, on writing, on sales and agreements and our neighborhood and, and, you know, all the Gemini things. I just feel like, wow, you know, let's, let's really be cognizant of it from the very get-go, you know, and make the most of this. And um, so there you have the breakdown. So let's start looking at signs for Aries. The week ahead is very much active in your income sector with purchases, products, or possessions as well. And so you can, on Sunday the 2nd, get into a lot of talks or meetings or sales or writing focused on that. You can bring love, money, beauty around that. It's linking in a very favorable way to personal goals of yours or what's happening with career or authority figures, as well as what's going on with institutions or research, or if it's personal on the romantic getaway, artistic or spiritual side of life. By Monday the 3rd, you're all in and there's like challenges here, right? So you're either challenging yourself to do more or there's some challenge set in front of you that you're overcoming here. When you're in the talks about purchases, making money, possessions or products and your involvement with it on Monday. So there is an aspiration pushing you harder or there is something online you're dealing with maybe to make the money or the purchase or there's something going on with friends, groups. Um, anything social, right? And so pace yourself on Monday. It looks a little crazy. And then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into that same flow that you were experiencing on Sunday, um, very much leaning into the love, money, and beauty side of things on Thursday, Friday. So very powerful there for you. Story getting underway for Aries. It is just very distinctly about the list of topics I gave in the general overview for you. You're going to be in over nine weeks, two months and a a week or so of focus in this arena. So it is for you guys about your ideas. It is about talks and meetings, short trips and local activities, flirtations, agreements, sales, negotiations, auditions, interviews, um, writing, um, anything that you need to focus on with a brother, a sister, or a neighbor, a move, your vehicles, your electronics. Um, And guys, Aries, this is a sign notorious for bringing a little bit more to the table, retrograde side of this. So definitely you're getting a heads up enough right now that if you need to back up your computer, if you need to go and have something checked out on your vehicle ahead of this, uh, you know, if you're trying to sign contracts or, you know, purchase something, you might want to kind of jump ahead of this. If there is something, you know, that you're trying to suss out with your siblings or neighbors, um, you know, Give everybody the benefit of the doubt in communications. Miscommunications will be much more probable. 
um, double check that they're hearing what you're saying, et cetera. So just be very vigilant with this. There's a lot of positive potential. Again, Saturn is helping solidify, helping support this particular Mercury passage. And so in our week ahead, as it's moving forward, you know, you're moving closer and closer to that alignment, which is helping you kind of operations or social side of whatever's going on for you, internet side of whatever's going on for you. Um, And then obviously when it comes to those Neptune squares up ahead, you will be dealing with institutions or research investigations, um, secrets, deceptions, addictions, um, or something in the artistic, romantic, or spiritual realm that will pop up three times to be tackled. All right. For Taurus, all this energy that is active in the week ahead is in Taurus. So, gosh, guys, it's about you. (laughs) So I would say, you know, you'll be focusing a lot on your own interests or maybe doing something about what's going on with your body or your image or your brand or your name or your title, Um, you know, showing up, getting involved in things that are important to you and just making it about you, right? So on Sunday the 2nd, we have really lovely alignments here. This opens up the potential for talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, love, beauty, money, you know. Um, So you have all that kind of swirling uh, around you, and then it's linking to any distant or travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, uh, religious, political, or social or online um, interest that you have in the mix. So this is all really going well for you on Sunday. By Monday the 3rd, we go into those squares. So now we have frictional energy. There's a big push. There's a big challenge, you know. There's a lot more going on. It involves you very physically or personally, Taurus, and you're trying to deal with this big personal goal or a career objective or a boss, a parent, a judge, a director, a teacher, or some other authority figure, okay? And so, again, lots of talks, lots of of meetings, sales, writing, interviews, but it's focused on you kind of dealing with this big push. And then by the end of the week on Thursday, Friday, you're back again into that same exact beautiful flow that you were experiencing on Sunday. It really is focused even more heavily on the love, the income, or the beauty side of the equation or all of that, you know. (laughs) And so that's where your focus is in the Taurian area for our week ahead. Now, with Gemini. Starting this journey that is going to be introducing us to the topics that we will then be going through a Mercury retrograde with and then that, you know, turning around and going forward with again. So extending this all the way until July 6th out of the shadow, July 11th out of the sign. So starting on Monday, May 3rd, all the way until July 11th, this is a very big deal. And so for Taurus. You know, this is about you really focusing on your ideas, the the communications, the commerce, the short trips, the local activities that are focused on making money, your purchases, your products, or your possessions. And it's going to just be very busy there over the next nine plus weeks, okay? So Mercury will start to show you what that's about. Listen to the key dates I gave at the top of the show. You will have solid support in this from Saturn, which means that for Taurus, 
there can be that support there around the goal or around the career or around that boss or other authority figure. But the challenge for Neptune, which could cause issues or, you know, push you harder throughout this process, is for Taurus going to be about friends, groups, gatherings, parties, events, the Internet, um, astrology, charities, uh, anything social, or anything having to do with original projects and your aspirations there. So you're going to be wanting to really pay attention to the three days that I told you over the next nine weeks when that is going to stand out and you're going to know what this is. Now, some of you guys might be working through something and pushing to make something happen, but those days are going to challenge you. And some of you guys might feel, you know, deceived or, you know, foggy and confused or any of the Neptune influences there. So just be aware that that's happening, especially on those days. All right. For Gemini, Gemini, um, the Taurus energy in your week ahead, extremely active. So this means there's a lot going on behind the scenes for you guys. You guys might be researching and developing projects. You guys might be uh, investigating things. You might be dealing with institutions. Or you might be pulling back to rest and recuperate or focus on a romantic or artistic or spiritual pursuit, okay? So I'm sure one or more of those stand out to you, right? So on Sunday the 2nd, we have this beautiful alignment around that for you. So whichever one of those things you guys are into, there can be talks or meetings or short trips, sales, writing, offers, decisions, as well as love, beauty, or income flowing through that. And it's linking to other financial sources or to sexual interests or third parties or personal goals or career or authority figures. So, Gemini, this is definitely a day to take advantage of that. By Monday, the very next day, the squares come into view, and now you've got a big push, something very important to deal with here involving a legal matter, travel plans, educational pursuits, media, marketing, publishing, or broadcasting interests, ceremonies, religion, or politics. Something is challenging this there, and so you'll be working through that. And then by the end of the week on Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into the same exact alignments and flow that you had on Sunday where everything is is coming together with all those topics and leaning more into the love, beauty, or income side of the equation. Now, as far as this Mercury passage through Gemini for Gemini, (laughs) obviously it spoke of a lot on you guys. And so it's a really important time. Not only are you getting three times as long of a time to focus on yourself here and to get everyone else around you focusing on you, um, you have a solar eclipse in your sign that's three times more powerful about launching you forward. So this do-over is very important for you guys, right? So I want you guys to really be thinking about, you know, in my communications, in my commerce, um, with my community or short trips to nearby places, with my siblings or neighbors or moves or vehicles or electronics, you know, how am I focusing this or how is this about, you know, my image, my brand, my name, my title, my identity, my body, 
um, what I'm involved in or what I, what, where my needs lie, right? And so you really want to make it personal or, or show up and be physically in the story here. And, you know, there's some kind of do-over that you're involved in of a personal or physical nature during this and some kind of incredibly powerful launch forward. And so as you're going through this process, keep in mind that Saturn is supporting you in this. And so that means that you have support um, through that legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, ceremonial, religious, or political field. And that Neptune is where the challenge is. Neptune is where you're pushing yourself more or you're trying to figure something out that doesn't have a lot of clarity or you have a challenge to overcome. And for Gemini, this is focused on um, a personal goal, your career, uh, your status or fame, or what's happening with an authority figure like a boss, a parent, a judge, a director, a teacher, a mentor, or some other such person. And so note those Neptune challenge days that I gave at the top of the show. Actually write all the days down because then you'll kind of know when you're getting your ups and downs with all of this. But definitely an incredibly powerful time for our Geminis, our Gemini rights. Okay, for cancer, um, the Taurus energy in the week ahead. Very active on a personal level. So cancer, this is in the social field for you where Taurus is. So this is about really focusing more on personal aspirations, um, your original projects, and what's going on with friends, groups, the Internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, or any other such social thing, social networking or media, right? Okay, so cancer. Sunday is a very positive day. You know, Mercury is active here in those realms, so you have a lot more talks, meetings, offers, invitations, sales, writing, short trips, anything Mercury-related on that subject. And Venus is active there as well, so you can focus on love or making money or beauty in that story. And both of them are linking in a favorable alignment to partners clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, as well as to travel or media, legal or educational, ceremonial, religious, or political interests. So Sunday is wonderful for bringing something through any of those channels as they relate to each other. Then the very next day on Monday, I guess whatever you did on on Sunday, now you're ready to either ramp it up and really throw yourself in there and get way busier, or there is a challenge and you're going to try to figure this out. And so for cancer, this is financial, meaning it's about a loan, the debt, the inheritance, the bankruptcy, the taxes, the insurance, the alimony, the partner's money, or some other kind of outside resource. Or the challenge is sexual, reproductive, about a birth, a death, a divorce, or a third-party situation. So you'll be amped up dealing with that on Monday. Then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into that lovely flow with all the connections that I listed for Sunday the 2nd for you guys. Um, But now leaning a little bit even more heavily into Venus, which means the love, the money, or beauty in that story for you. So when we look at what's going on with Mercury heading into Gemini on Monday the 3rd, This is going to start a very long story for everybody. It's going to last until July 11th. And so you're going to be moving forward, you know, with Mercury talks, meetings, sales, writing, ideas, flirtations, 
offers, interviews, decisions that are for cancer going to be focused on the 12th house. So you might be making these choices or coming up with these ideas or getting into the sales or writing or talks or meetings about an artistic pursuit. It might be about your spiritual practices. It might be about magic or psychic interests. It might be about romantic interludes or romantic getaways. It might be about addictions or secrets or deceptions. It might be about what's going on with institutions, research, or investigations. And it definitely is a time where the cancers are going to probably be a little bit more in their shells, um, you know, especially after this week. I know there's the social stuff going on in the Torian field, but definitely the 12th house is kind of pulling back and doing a lot behind the scenes. So Mercury is going to be taking you forward, then you'll be slowing down, then you'll be going back over this stuff, reworking, releasing, rekindling, then you're going forward again, and then you're into new stuff over the next nine plus weeks. Saturn will be supportive here, Cancer, when it comes to those financial, sexual, reproductive, mortality, divorce, or third-party situations. The challenges with Neptune is about something legal, educational, media, marketing, travel, foreign, ceremonial, uh, political, or religious in the mix. So note those key dates I'm going to give you. You're either pushing harder for something there, or there is something foggy or unclear or an obstacle in your path there that you'll be figuring out through this process. All right, for Leo. Leo. All right, so in the week ahead, we have all of this playing out in Taurus. So for your sign, this has to do with your personal goals, your career, your status, your fame, or authority figures in your life. And so Mercury's active here on Sunday the 2nd, opening up a lot of talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, or decisions about those goals or career objectives or authority figures. And Venus is in the mix bringing love or income or beauty into the flow. And the alignments are really great on Sunday. This can link you to work or health objectives, tie in with animals, paperwork, coworkers, hired help as well as opening up some things financially, sexually, reproductively with divorce or with uh, third-party situations. So you have a lot of flow around all of this on Sunday. Then on Monday the 3rd, we get into the frictional energy. Now there's a big push or a big challenge going on, and it involves a partner, a client, a specialist, an agent, an attorney, an opponent, an advocate, or some other relationship. And so, again, associated with the talks and decisions and writing and sales and offers about your goals, about the career, about the status, or about the authority figure, and how you're physically and involved here or personally involved here dealing with whatever this challenge is with that key individual. By Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into the beautiful alignments, back into the flow, mimicking very much what was going on on Sunday the 2nd, but now leaning even more heavily into the love, beauty, or income side of things with Venus. All right. So, Leo, the Mercury energy going into Gemini for you guys, and instead of being three-plus weeks, being nine-plus weeks, and instead of having a new moon in there, having a solar eclipse in there, launching you guys forward, 
um, you know, you're going to be moving forward, then you're going to be backing up, then you're going to be in your do-over, then you're going to get that boost forward from the eclipse, then you're going forward after Mercury retrograde goes forward. So it's just a lot of flux here, but there's a lot of focus here from the universe. Definitely wants you guys to get more serious about what it is you're doing here, I think, or more involved, you know. Arena for you guys is about your friends and associates, your group activities, what you do online, what you do with astrology or charities, what you do with parties or gatherings of any sort or events what you do with your own aspirations or freedom or original projects. So you're going to be getting into more talks or meetings or invitations or offers or sales or writing or short trips or local activities about all those social themes or those aspirations. And you're going to be, again, moving this forward and then going into a retrograde where you back up, slow down, and kind of reconsider or rework something or let something go. And then you move forward again. So note the dates I gave at the top of the show for those key dates. Saturn is actually going to be supporting you in a solid alignment via that partner, client, specialist, agent, attorney, competitor, advocate, or other key individual. The challenge for you is around financial scenarios, not your income. So loans, debt, inheritance, taxes, insurance, investments, alimony, child support, a partner's money, or some other resource. Or your challenge is around sexual attractions, reproductive needs, um, birth, death, divorce, or triangles playing out in your life. So, again, there are three days that's going to stand out over the next nine weeks. I gave those at the top of the show. Make sure you pay attention to what's happening there. But kind of the gist of it, moving this stuff forward, slowing down, reconsidering, and then moving forward again. All right, for Virgo. Um, Virgo, okay. Um, The Taurus energy in the week ahead for Virgo is very much about getting you guys to focus on what you're valuing or what's going on with your money or or purchases or products or possessions um, as they tie into broadcasting, media, uh, legal agreements, educational pursuits, um, travel plans, foreign interests, uh, import-export, ceremonies, religion, or politics. And so on Sunday the 2nd, there is fabulous flow around those topics. And you can be hearing from people focused on the sales, the writing, the interviews there. Um, There can be love, income, or beauty playing out around it because of Venus. And it ties favorably to the lover, the kids, the creative project, the recreational pursuits, as well as to partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, et cetera. So Sunday the 2nd is just great for what you're doing in those ninth house areas. Then on Monday the 3rd, the very next day, boom, now you're showing up for the the trip, the legal matter, the educational pursuit, the media marketing, publishing, broadcasting, educational, religious, or, or political theme. But now you've got the challenge, right? So this either means you're really pushing forward to make some things happen and there's just a lot more on your plate or there's an actual obstacle to be overcome. And for Virgo, this is about work, coworkers, hired help, paperwork, or it's about health or animals. So just expect to be diving in on 
something there and dealing with it on Monday. And then by the end of the week on Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into an exact alignment mimicking what was going on on Sunday, the second beautiful flow, linking those objectives to the lovers, the kids, the creative projects, the recreation, the partners, the clients, the specialists, the agents, the attorneys, et cetera, and leaning more strongly into Venus. Um, on those couple days, which would be the love, the money, or the beauty in the story. So there you have for Mercury heading into Gemini on Monday the 3rd in the evening, um, Virgo. This is going to be a very extended story, as it is for everybody, um, lasting all the way until July 11th, July 6th, as it ties to the Mercury retrograde that's coming up, but July 11th until it's out of this sign. So May, thir- or, yeah, sorry, May 3rd until July 11th, a nice long story. And Virgo, this is about you getting into more talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, short trips, local activities, or focusing on siblings, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, as it pertains to your personal life goals, your career, fame, or authority figures, bosses, parents, judges, directors, teachers, mentors, priests, whoever, right? Goals, career, status, fame, authority figures. It's a big story, Virgo. Not only will you be going forward with Mercury retrograde, then rethinking, releasing, rekindling, reworking things during the retrograde, and then moving forward again with this, but you do, again, have that new moon solar eclipse right at the midpoint of this retrograde that is about launching you in a very big way into something new or next level with all of this. So really focus in here. Um, Saturn will be supportive in this retrograde or in this whole Mercury passage, but part of it retrograde. So, you know, that has to do with the work, the health cuts, the paperwork, the coworkers, the hired help. Neptune will be your challenge. So there is something to work through or figure out with a partner, a client, a specialist, an agent, an attorney, a competitor, an opponent, or an advocate in this story. Check those dates I gave you at the top of the show for everybody when the Neptune square will be kind of felt the most intensely. Note what's going on there. It's, it's a process, okay? You're probably going to hear about it on the first passage, see something happening about it or doing something about it on the second, and then moving past it on the third. So there you have it. All right, for Libra. Libra, the Taurus energy in the week ahead for you guys is going to make you, you know, very active personally, physically, you know, doing more, having more things coming up um, that are going to be focused on your eighth house. And so, guys, I mean, the Librans might really be focusing on loans, insurance, taxes, investments, alimony, child support, bankruptcy, inheritance, in, in, uh, settlements, uh, partners' money, you know, some kind of outside financial resource. Or this can be focused on your sexual interests, your or intimate, you know, interests, your reproductive needs, birth, death, divorce, or third-party situations. So on Sunday the second, whether this is financial, sexual, third-party, whatever, um, you are in really good 
alignments on Sunday. So there's something in flow here. There, you know, Mercury's bringing news, talks, sales, writing, meetings, offers, decisions about those topics, while Venus is focused on the love, the income, the beauty in the scenario. And it's all linked to what's going on at home with moves, renovations, real estate deals, family, parents, roommates, as well as what's going on with your work, your coworkers, your hired help, your paperwork, or with health or animal interests in the scenario. Sunday is a groove, okay? Now, by Monday the 3rd, it's intense. There is a big, I don't want to say intense, not intense, heavy, like Saturn or Pluto kind of thing. It's not like that. It's just very, it, Saturn is involved, but it's very, um, you know, amped up. Like there's a lot more going on and you're pushing yourself more or there's a challenge here to be dealt with. And for Libra, this involves a lover, your love life, the kids, a creative project or something recreational. So you're pushing harder for that because of financial interests or sexual interests or third parties, et cetera. Um, or there's a challenge there because of that. So Monday, you know, you're going to be dealing with this. And then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into that same exact pattern, same exact topics, bringing it all together for you and leaning even a little bit more heavily into the Venus side, which would be the love, the money, or the beauty in the equation. Now, as far as what's going on with Mercury, okay, so Mercury goes into Gemini on Monday the 3rd, and instead of being there for three plus weeks, it's going to be there for nine plus weeks, so three times as long, two months and a week, you guys got to really focus on your ninth house. So Libra, Mercury wants you in talks, in meetings in sales, in writing, in interviews, in auditions, in offers or decisions that are focused on travel situations, foreign, legal, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, ceremonial, religious, or political topics. That's your ninth house, and you're going to have a lot going on there. And you're going to get that new moon solar eclipse there at the midpoint of Mercury retrograde. Saturn will be supportive here, meaning there is a link here to a creative project, a lover, the kids, or a recreational pursuit that is in some way, you know, solidifying or cementing or helping you with better endings or commitments or ambitions in the mix. And, but the Neptune energy is challenging you. So there is something to work through involving the work, the coworker, the hired help, the paperwork, health, or animals in this story. Again, check the dates I gave at the top of the show for all the key dates for when this stuff plays out, but that's where it's out for you guys. Do over. <laughs> all right, Scorpio, energy that's active in the week ahead is really about relationships for you and you're gonna there's a lot going on here so this is you know connecting you with partners romantic or business or connecting you with clients or specialists agents or attorneys competitors or opponents advocates you name it baby it's all about connection right <laughs> so on sunday the second mercury opens up the talks the meetings the sales the writing the interviews the short trips the local activities with one of these people venus focuses on the love the beauty or the income with one of these people and all of it links what you're doing with one of these people to uh the talks the sales the writing these short trips 
um, as well as love in, or sorry, love creative projects, the kids or something recreational. So doors are open, things are in flow, Sunday looks good. By Monday the 3rd, we have the big push, the big obstacle, the big challenge. And for Scorpio, it involves what's going on at home with a move, a renovation, or a real estate deal, or with family, parents, or roommates, history, ancestry, or emotional needs with that key individual. So you're either pushing yourself for something more and challenging yourself, or there's an obstacle to be dealt with. Then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into that beautiful flow. Things are really grooving with this person, again, connecting to the same things and leaning even more strongly into Venus, which would be the love, the income, or the beauty with this person. So there you have that. Now, as far as this big, long story with Mercury and Gemini, (laughs) Mercury is moving into Gemini in the evening of Monday the 3rd in our week ahead. And instead of three plus weeks, we'll be here for nine plus weeks all the way until July 11th. So there is definitely something that the cosmos thinks that the Scorpios need to hear or talk about or decide, write, sell, interview about, field offers over, you know. It's a do-over that you're going to be in here eventually. So this starts out with moving it forward with the news or the talks or the decisions and then slowing down and going back over things, reviewing, releasing, rekindling, and reworking, then going forward again. And in the midst of that, at the midpoint of that Mercury retrograde, getting that powerful new moon solar eclipse helping launch you into something new or next chapter in an ongoing situation. So, yeah, it's really important. And so, Scorpio, what's it about for you guys? It's about, on the one hand, loans, debt, inheritance, taxes, bankruptcy, insurance, alimony, child support, a partner's money, or some other type of financial interest in your life, mortgage, investments, settlements, whatever. I mean, there's a million of them, right? On the other hand, Scorpio, it is about your sex life, your intimate needs, your reproductive pursuits, what's going on with a divorce, a death, a birth, or any third-party situations, what's going on with jealousy, obsession, um, triangles that play out in that way, um, any criminal stuff that you're, you know, having impact you in some way, um, or how you're trying to go deeper and make powerful changes that evolve or transform a situation, okay? So it's really in the most intense part of this. It's going to be a lot of news or talks or decisions about what you're going to be doing financially, sexually, third-party, power balance, you know? Um, And so Saturn is in a supportive alignment here, meaning that things are in flow here with these topics involving your home, a move, a renovation, the real estate deals, the parents, roommates, uh, family, history, emotional needs. And Neptune is the energy that is challenging here. So you're either pushing yourself to do more or achieve more, or you are being challenged by some obstacle in the road that you're going to have to work through. And for Scorpio, this is about a lover, your love life, the kids, a creative project, or something recreational. So listen to the key dates for all of that and how it's going to be showing up and playing out. But that's where it's all at for you guys. 
All right, for Sagittarius. Sag, we have um, the Taurus energy in the week ahead is focused on your work, health, or animals. And by extension, your coworkers, hired help, or paperwork, maybe some cleaning or organizing. So whichever one of those areas you want to throw your interest into, Sunday the 2nd is highly active. Lots of talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, or decisions around that work or health or animals or paperwork or coworkers or hired help. And Venus is throwing herself into the mix. So you can focus on the love or the money or the beauty in that story. And all of it is aligning in a favorable flow to making money or purchases, products or possessions, what's going on at home with moves, real estate deals, renovations, family, parents, or roommates in the mix. So Sunday amps that up. Now, by Monday the 3rd, there's the squares come into play. Now there's this big push, this big tension. And so whatever it is you're focused on with work or health, animals or paperwork, coworkers or hired help, you now have something going on with the news, the talk, the meeting, the sales, the writing, the interviews, a short trip, a local activity, a brother, sister, or neighbor, a move, your um, vehicles or electronics, something to overcome or something to push through, something big, something serious that's going to get you in there big time on Monday, okay? Or maybe just the obstacle and you're, you're having trouble getting it going, right? I don't know which side of that you'll be on. But anyways, Monday's intense around that. Then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th, you're back into that beautiful flow. Things are gelling. It's a repeat almost identical to what was going on on Sunday the 2nd. But now we're just leaning a little bit more into the Venus side, which would be the love, the income, or the beauty in that story. So there you have that. Now, as far as Mercury Moving into Gemini. For Sagittarius, this is your relationship zone. And apparently the cosmos wants to give you three times as much time as well as three times as much power between Mercury moving forward, backing up in the retrograde and moving forward again, and that new moon solar eclipse being three times more powerful. You're in a huge do-over and launch forward with key relationships over this period. So you might be in a lot more talks with them, a lot more meetings, a lot more sales, writing, interviews, offers, decisions, um, more short trips, local activities, right? And so we're talking about romantic partners or business partners, clients, specialists, opponents, or advocates. Whatever you kick off as this Mercury moves in on Monday the 3rd of May, you're going to be at it for a while and you're going to be in flux and then you're going to get this incredible boost. And so there's just a lot to work with here, right? So Saturn is supporting you as far as the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the interviews, the offers, the short trips, the local activities involving these key relationships. And Neptune is the thing that you're either going to be pushing yourself harder about or have some kind of obstacle or challenge to overcome, and you'll be figuring out at that out as part of the process of your do-over. And so for your sign, when it comes to that partner, client, specialist, agent, attorney, competitor, or advocate, the challenge with Neptune is about what's happening at home with a move or a real estate deal, the family, the parent, the roommate, the history, the ancestry, or something emotional in the story. So pay attention to the top of this show where I give all the key dates. You'll know when those three key dates are going to pop up in the next nine weeks. 
as well as, you know, some of the supportive stuff. And it's just a really big time for the Sagittarius uh, and connections. Past people might be coming back around. Current people might be exiting. You might have a big do-over with a current situation. Um, so, you know, do-over is the key word. Connections, the second one. All right, for Capricorn. Capricorn, the Taurus energy in the week ahead is focused on your the kids, a creative project, or recreational pursuits. So you can pick one. You can pick all. It's going to be very active there on Sunday the 2nd, so lots of talks or meetings, sales, writing, interviews, short trips, local activities, offers, decisions focused on one of those topics. Venus is active here on Sunday the 2nd, so love, beauty, income, flow, all of this around, the kids, the lover, the creative project, or recreational pursuit. It ties harmonically to you, Capricorn, involving you in a physical or personal way. Maybe your name, your brand, your image, your title, or just physically showing up and being part of that story. And it involves the talks, the meetings, the sales, the short trips, etc. So, you know, Capricorn, I mean, Sunday looks really golden with this. Then by Monday the 3rd, you have the challenge. So now you're still in talks. You're still in meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, decisions. You're showing up. You're involved with those kids or lover, the creative project or recreational pursuit. But now there's this big you got to push yourself more or there's some kind of challenge or obstacle when it comes to your income, making money, or when it comes to a purchase or possessions or products and what's going on with them. So expect Monday to be amped up around that stuff. And then by Thursday, Friday, at the end of the week on the 6th and 7th, you're back into that identical flow that you had on Sunday. You're again focused with the kids, the lover, the creative project or recreation. Things are aligned beautifully to you, beautifully to communications, to sales, to short trips, to local activities, to writing, et cetera. And leaning more into Venus, in the Venus side of this, more about the love, the income or beauty in that situation. Now, for Mercury, going into Gemini for Capricorn. This starts on Monday, May 3rd, and is going to be a very long story all the way until July 11th. So instead of three, three point, you know, whatever weeks, we're now having nine plus weeks. And so Capricorn is going to give you a tremendous amount of energy to get into talks or meetings, sales or writing, interviews or offers, short trips, local activities, or decisions about your work, your health, and your animals, as well as with coworkers, hired help, or paperwork. And so there's just a ton that's going to be kicking off there. Not only will Mercury be opening up all that information and commerce and, and decision-making, taking you forward, but then it's going to slow down, retrograde you back, where you'll either be exiting something or someone else will exit, or something from the past will come back around, or your ongoing situation will get the opportunity to go in and finesse it and make it perfect and work things out um, with that job, health interests, the pet, the paperwork, the coworkers, the hired help, right? And then after the retrograde, you're moving forward. And then you add to that in the middle of the retrograde, right at the turning point when you're figuring it all out, you have a new moon solar eclipse that's going to be three times as powerful, launching you guys forward into what comes next. And so it's just so important to listen to what all this is. Write those key dates I gave you at the top of the show. For you guys, Saturn is going to be supporting those subjects. Um, and be in alignment when it comes to making money, your purchases, products, or possessions. 
And the challenge for you guys is going to be with Neptune, as it is for everybody. But for you guys, this will be over talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, or decisions involving institutions or research, um, artistic, romantic, or spiritual needs, secrets, deceptions, um, or addiction. So there's something to um, tackle there. Also, I should say, you know, the Capricorns, if it doesn't tip into that side of things, you could be dealing with some issues with your vehicles or electronics. Um, or siblings or neighbors or a move that's part of this. So, again, you know, you'll, you'll know what this is about on the first square, you know. So pay attention to those days I gave you at the top of the show, and then you'll know what you're dealing with there. All right. So for Aquarius, um, the Taurus energy in the week ahead that's so active for you guys um, is going to be focused on your home, real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, or roommates. And so you guys, Aquarians, or maybe history, ancestry, throw that in there too. So you guys might be, you know, hearing news about it or getting into more talks or meetings about it or focusing on sales or writing or interviews or offers or decisions about it, maybe involving siblings, neighbors, uh, vehicles, electronics in it. Um, And so that's the crux of the Taurus energy for you guys. Um, Venus will be bringing love, income, or beauty flow around that on Sunday the 2nd. And all of this is linking to research, development, institutions, um, artistic, romantic, or spiritual interest in the mix. By Monday the 3rd, whatever's going on with the home, the real estate deal, the renovation, the move, the parents, the history, the family, the roommates, the ancestry, is going to be pushing or challenging. So it's either you trying to do more or it's some kind of obstacle you're overcoming. And it's all from your sign, Aquarius. So either you're physically overtaxed, overburdened, or pushing yourself more, or you're focused, there's something going on with your body, your name, your brand, your image, your title, or your needs in this situation. And, you know, you're just all over the place. So, you know, pace yourself on Monday. And then by Thursday, Friday, the 6th and 7th at the end of the week, you're back into that beautiful flow and it's active again and it's linked to, you know, the research, the institutions, the artistic, romantic, spiritual things, the income, um, the purchases, products, possessions as they tie in with your home, family, real estate deals, et cetera. And we're leaning more into Venus Thursday, Friday, so more into the love, income, or beauty side of that story. All right, so... When it comes to Mercury going into Gemini for Aquarius, oh, my. So typically that's three-plus weeks of more talks and meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, decisions, focused on your fifth house. (laughs) But this time it's going to be nine-plus weeks all the way until July 11th. There is a lot going on here. So this is about a creative project for the Aquarians or about your love life or lover or about the kids or about recreational pursuits, or about all of the above, okay? And so there will be more news and talks and meetings about it, more sales, more writing, more interviews about it, more short trips, more local activities about it. And you will be moving this forward and then into the retrograde, slowing down, backing up, going back to some past situations or reworking a current situation or exiting or seeing something exit that is over and then turning around and moving forward with what you did figure out. And at the midpoint of this retrograde, right as you're having your aha moments and figuring out what it's all about, you have that new moon solar eclipse on the same day hugely powerful about launching you forward into something new or the next chapter, next level into what you're already doing. 
So you want to be paying attention to what's happening with your love life and lovers, your kids, your creative projects, and your recreational pursuits as soon as Monday evening on the 3rd. Saturn will be supportive in this, which is great for you, Aquarius, because Saturn's in your sign. So you have a solid link here to those four topics, okay? The challenge for you, as for everyone, is Neptune. And so for Aquarius, there is something going on here that is going to be challenging you in one or more of those situations pertaining to your values and how they're aligning or how you're feeling valued in a situation or what's going on with your needs to make money, your purchases, your gifts, your products, or your possessions in the story. And so you want to pay attention to the dates I gave at the top of the show. It'll tell you when that first introduction to the challenge will show up and when you can expect it to then, you know, peak up. Um, But also some of the key great things that are happening as well. So there you have it. All right. For Pisces. Um, Pisces. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. You guys are getting a double whammy this week, aren't you? Okay. So Pisces. This could be good. I'm not trying to freak you out. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the Taurus energy for Pisces is in the, the third house of talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, decisions, as well as your siblings, your neighbors, your moves, your vehicles, your electronics, short trips to nearby places. Um, And so Pisces, you know, Mercury is amplifying that, getting you into way more communication or commerce or ideas or flirtations and decisions around that on Sunday the 2nd. And Venus is leaning in and getting you to focus some of this on love or income or beauty. And all of it's linking favorably to you and to anything social, online, or involving um, aspirations or original projects. So Sunday, yeah, speak up, listen up, uh, take your emails, your phone calls, get active. It's really looking good. And then on Monday the 3rd, we flip the switch. Now we're still in a focus here, getting you involved in those talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, or decisions, or on those short trips, local activities with siblings, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, or moves. But on Monday, you're pushing yourself harder or there's a challenge to overcome involving an institution, the research, the investigation, an artistic, romantic, or spiritual interest, a secret or deception, an addiction, or a water issue. Um, And then as you work through that, then by the end of the week on Thursday, Friday, we're active again. You're back into the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the interviews, et cetera. Um, It's very much mimicking that beautiful flow you had on Sunday the 2nd, again, aligning directly to you and to the social or online or aspirational interests and leaning even more into Venus on Thursday, Friday. So we, we can tie in love or income or beauty into that story. So that's that part of it. Now, the Mercury moving into Gemini part for Pisces. On Monday the 3rd in the evening, Gemini is going to, Mercury is going to move into Gemini. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm already getting it, right? Um, and spend a very long time here, Pisces, all the way until July 11th. So three times longer, and there will be an eclipse in the middle of this that is three times more powerful. So this is an area of life that really, for every sign, the universe is saying, hey, really slow the heck down, 
get involved in this area of life, and then we're going to be launching you forward after you figure out your do-over, right? Or kind of in the middle of it all. (laughs) So, okay, so Pisces. This is about what's going on at home, any move, renovation, or real estate deals, what's going on with family, parents, or roommates, or history, or ancestry, or your security needs, or emotional needs. Maybe a little of several of those things, maybe just one thing you can decide, you're going to know, as Mercury is ramping up the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the interviews, the offers, the decisions about those themes, and taking you forward. And so this starts again Monday evening on the 3rd. It will go forward until it hits the retrograde. It's going to then take you back where you'll either be returning to something past to revisit it and rethink something, or you'll be letting go of something current, or you'll be reworking an ongoing situation to get it right. And then you're going to be moving forward again when Mercury goes direct. (laughs) And in the midst of this, as I said, right on the Mercury retrograde turning point day is a new moon solar eclipse in the same exact territory. Three times more powerful about launching you into something brand new or helping you take what you're doing into that next chapter in a big way. And so supportive in this retrograde is Saturn. So you have support through research, investigations, institutions, artistic, romantic, or spiritual pursuit to this. Challenging, especially on three key days, that I gave you at the top of the show will be Neptune in your sign Pisces. So there is something that you're either pushing yourself harder about or that you feel challenged about. This may have to do with your identity, your name, your title. You know, if, um, if the family dynamic is changing in some way and all of a sudden, you know, you're not the daughter, but you're the, the granddaughter, or you're not the granddaughter, you're the daughter, I don't know. You're, you're, the, you're the mother, you're the grandmother, whatever. Your title could change. Um, your identity could change. Your, um, it could be about what's happening with your body. Maybe you feel physically drained and there's so much going on at home or with the family that you're trying to be involved in, but those days just kind of well up and challenge you, and you're really going to have to pay attention to your well-being and how much physical activity you're pouring into this. Maybe you're selling real estate or buying real estate, and it's, it's asking you to put your name on the dotted line, but you really don't want to with a Neptune square and in the middle of a Mercury retrograde. So you're trying to, you know, drag that out so that you can still get the property or sell the property or whatever, and, but not have all the uh, headaches of, the, of those things tied in with it. You know, so just kind of pay attention to what comes up on the first one. It'll tell you what it's going to be about. And then, you know, then you'll know how to deal with the second two that come up. Um, but overall, it will be kind of a background story through part of this nine weeks. So you do want to kind of take care of yourself or make sure your needs are being met in this story. So there you have it, guys. That is it for all of the signs. Um, This is Zoe Moon, as I'm assuming you are aware since you took the time to tune in. (laughs) Uh, You guys can find me. I post a daily. I know, I know, everybody wants me to have a website, but I don't yet. Well, I do, but I don't use them. Um, (laughs) But you can find my daily if you want to know what's going on in the stars daily. I do post that over on Facebook.com slash Zoe Moon Astrology. Come join check in. I do answer my questions there. That is the one place on all the internet that you can count on me showing up 
daily to check in on what you guys are doing. Um, and if you're trying to book a reading or whatever, you can get quicker responses from me there. Um, so there, there's that. And uh, God help us all during this crazy Mercury stuff coming up. I'm a Gemini rising, so, oh, boy, I just can't wait. Um, <laughs> so, uh, guys, I will be back next week, same time, God willing. Make it a great week. There's a lot of good stuff going on there. So I will talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.